I'm a medium, ask me how, was not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We best friends, but we love talking about dead people. We're going to laugh and we'll cry. Well, Dana's going to cry a little bit. We got love bombs all over the place. And let's not act like Matt isn't going to cry a little bit. But we're also going to cuss. So if that doesn't resonate, turn the fuck around. Yeah, we're going to drop some fuck bombs. But we also want to share our experiences and knowledge about mediumship. So sit down, get comfortable, and remember. You are the light of 100,000 suns. You are the light. And enjoy. I'm a medium. Ask me how. Dana Willie. Matthew Tao. I feel like it's been a hot minute since we've like recorded. It's been like a while. I think Logan IT is starting to like clank his little metal chain against his bars. Feed me. Feed me. Send me so, more so- episodes. I'm so glad we're back and it's so nice to see you. And I think that we've had like a lot of things to celebrate over the past couple of weeks and a lot of things to pat ourselves on the back. But first I want to say like, thank you to all of our listeners. You all just literally make us so happy to continue doing this for you. And we're just doing what we know best is just being fucking friends. <laughs> we're weird. <laughs> And just having the conversations that we normally have and and all of that. But really, like, guys, we cannot thank you enough for the support. Mm -hmm. You know, whether, you know, we've gotten so many of you rating the podcast on Apple or Spotify and Mm -hmm. writing comments and reviews and, like, going on YouTube and writing reviews. And then when we're on TikTok Live or, or writing in comments, like really, really, really cannot say enough. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um it it goes back to the why of why we decided to even start this this silly little thing this silly little podcast matthew why is your why 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 ask why why do the things we do uh that's such an awesome question cuz like i think a lot of the times when we get started on something we should have a really good why we should have a really good why of why we're doing it or what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Dana, can you go into a little bit about like what, what is your why of why you do mediumship? It has to be because, well, first, the first thing for me was it was just, it was, it's what I've been pulled to do. It brings me a lot of fulfillment and joy to mm-hmm. bring that connection and to know that I've um, brought that connection, that healing, um, that proof of continuation of spirit, um, that understanding. Um, I feel that part of it is also better understanding the world around me mm-hmm. as um, because I feel as though my why around mediumship isn't just myself being the practitioner of being the medium, but also understanding myself more and furthering my development as a medium and understanding the spiritual world around me, the earth around me, people around me, and and myself. Um, and just being true to 
why I want to do this is, is to just bring that connection and healing. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful why. That's a beautiful why. And it's easy to remember, right? You're, mm-hmm. I mean, you did spit out a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, <laughs> but there's, I have I a lot it, of reasons why. I think it comes back to like you just being a phenomenal, the best that you can for others. Right? That's yeah. your why. What's your and, why? And the, mine is just, I don't know. I mean, oh, Jesus. Do you have like 20, <laughs> do you have two hours? <laughs> My why is really around helping people. Because I've done a lot of things in my life that have not been for myself. And I haven't really, and I can admit, like, before mediumship, I was not a very think about others person. <laughs> I was so self absorbed. And um, I did a lot of things to not to intentionally hurt people, but I did things because I just did not think about other people. And when I had gone into my development, it gave me an opportunity to do something that was bigger than myself. And it was bigger than me. And it wasn't about me. It was about watching. You know, how, like they always say, like, giving a gift is better than receiving a gift. Mm-hmm. Like that. I, it sounds so fucking corny when you say it. You're like, I didn't want this sweater. Well, fucker, the person gave it to you, put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with mediumship, it's it's you're doing something that is bigger than you and giving somebody something that they can never get from somebody else and not to be a participant in it, but just deliver it is really like epic. And it just watches, like I just watch the power of the spirit world and I'm just in awe of it and it is bigger than me and it will always be bigger than me. And it will never consume me of me saying I have the only control over it. Um, but that's really my why. And I think also another why that I do it is for the people that are vulnerable, Mm -hmm. the vulnerable people. Um, and that is a lot of the reason why, like, I am so staunch and rigid with my ethics is because I feel like if I'm firm and consistent in this, it will give somebody a place to go where they feel safe of being like, that's the fucking standard. Mm-hmm. That is the standard that we want to look for. So I try to be a better person every single day by being consistent with my message and my why around protecting vulnerable people, protecting people that have been uh, that have lost somebody. Really super important. And I think grief does things to people and it warps our mind and it warps our perspective on the world. And it's easier to be taken advantage of when you're in a state of grief or hurt than it is when you're actually thinking right so it's easy for fraudulent mediumship and fraudulent um, psychic work and fraudulent tarot work to come in and swoop in on those people and i just want to protect them as much as i possibly can of being like no 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 um so i just try to stay true to that why i love that it's good to check in with our why too um, mm-hmm. and it's okay for our why to change, you know, but, um, you know, we often talk about ego a lot when, especially in mediumship, because it's, it's when our ego gets overwhelmed, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we can be doing this for clout or look at me or, or aren't I great because I did this. Right. Yeah. But when our ego gets underinflated, then, then imposter syndrome comes in and then there's a lot of different things. But I think of when, whenever our ego gets overinflated or, or underinflated, a good way of rebalancing that is kind of returning to our why of why do we do the things that we do? Why are we so invested in this whole thing? 
So why do you think people's egos get overinflated? I think it's, I'm going to say it. I think it's easy for egos, egos to get overinflated in doing this work. Because um, a lot of people will put you on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people will think that you have access to something they don't have access to. Mm-hmm. That you're because you have access to the intangible, you know, you um, and people come to you in, unfortunately, and this is how people get taken advantage of, but sometimes people come to you in very desperate need and then there becomes a power dynamic there. And whenever there's a power dynamic, ego, it's like ego's like, come here, I'll, I'll come in, you know, I got you. <laughs> and then. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with charging for readings or anything Mm -mm. like that, because I charge, Um, you know, so I'm definitely not going to shame on anything like that. But also introducing money into something can bring ego into it. So there's there is at every turn opportunity for ego to to take the the wheel um, in this. There seems like there's a lot more factors of like the ego swing towards like the overinflated than there are the under. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, or maybe I'm just seeing it as like the overinflated could also be underinflated as well. I was well. going to say that it's the overcompensation. Overcompensation, right? Um, but like what I always find with a lot of developing or uh, even established mediums when the ego gets really big is that they don't want to lose that pedestal. Mm-hmm. they don't want to lose that special feeling. And so they'll like hold on to it and they'll get really aggressive. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, um, you need to take all this information and everything that I'm saying that's coming out of my mouth is 100% correct. And nobody else can do what I can do because I am a phenomenal medium. And and it's nobody in the, and I question, is there anybody in their life that's holding them accountable? Mm. Right? So I'm very fortunate with my friend group that they'll tell me when they're like, hey, like that comes off really egoic. Or uh, one of my friends will be like, hey, it's not a competition. Or hey, it's like, why are you wording it that way? Or they'll question me just so I can be like, not that that they want an answer, but the fact that they want me to have like a pause moment. Mm -hmm. Because it is very easily slipped into where we got to go back to our why, Mm -hmm. right? Even when we're having our low moments, like there's days that I beat myself up and I walk away from readings and I'm like, I just made all that shit up. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I could have known any of that, but I'm just so harsh on myself. And then you want to give up because you're like, spirits abandoned me. (laughs) They never have abandoned you, but it's your ego and just having to realign with your why. So what do you do when you're overly... Oh, your, your ego's overinflated. What do you do? It's return, It's acts of service, I think, sometimes can be really um, helpful in balancing. Mm-hmm. Um, grounding, <laughs> getting back to things that... <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> yeah, get, go back to listening to that episode, You're Grounded. Um, it's that self-awareness thing. And I think, mm-hmm. and I'm not joking. Like, I think there is a part of that where we have to remain grounded and yeah. understand that we don't know everything. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's important to celebrate our wins or our, our good readings, but not overly celebrate or not overly 
kick ourselves over our not so great readings, right? So being a balanced reader. Um, the other thing that I want to say about the why is that, you know, when we're stepping into this, whatever level you are in your mediumship journey, you know, it's really hard to be a medium. Um, oh, yeah. because if, whether you're just starting out and you're like, oh crap, I'm going to go to development circle for the first time and I'm going to get really vulnerable and like do something way out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, I, I will tell you as somebody who goes TikTok live all the time and does, you know, these live readings, every time I'm, I press that like go button, I'm like, oh, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> This is uncomfortable. Hitting that button, I hate it. I hate it so much. When I, especially when I'm like, "Hey, Daddy, you want to go live?" and you're like, "I'll cheer from the chat." (laughs) No, it's a safety net. You're a safety net, and it's Mm -hmm. scary. It's scary because you have like, well, you get more people in your room than I do, um, but it's a lot of people staring at you. Mm-hmm. And they sometimes are not watching you to cheer you on. They're watching because they want to watch you fail. Mm-hmm. And being okay with being wrong is part of like balancing your ego of being like, I'm okay with giving you this wild ass shit because I know that it's not good. It has a possibility of not being accurate. And I'm okay with that. Because yeah. I think that's part of like accepting your ego is just being okay with no. Right. And, and I think being clear in our why, and again, mm-hmm. knowing that our why can shift and change and whatever, but being clear in our why will help us a lot of times get the guts to uh-huh. press that button, to go to that <sighs> development circle, to step out of our comfort zone. And of course, we're speaking specifically to mediumship because, well, I'm a medium, ask me how. It's in the freaking title, people. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you, you mean this isn't, I'm a plumber, ask me how? <laughs> wrong podcast (laughs) damn i was gonna lay some pipe (laughs) i don't know (laughs) different podcast Uh, (laughs) but i think honestly being clear in your why Mm -hmm. helps give you the guts you need sometimes to to take that leap um it helps conquer those fears or really face up to those fears um and do the really uncomfortable thing so um being clear in that or when you do have a rough reading to return back to like, this is why I do this. Mm-hmm. Because again, I want to I want to reiterate and say it loud for the people in the back. Every single reading is very different and mm-hmm. some will be home runs and there will be some where you fall flat on your face and it is uncomfortable. Hey, Dana, do you remember that time? I think this At was right camp? before. Yeah, yeah, with the flute. Um, do you... <laughs> Really? At fan camp? Really, girl? <laughs> I was going to say, before I was so rudely interrupted with the band camp comic, because that's exactly where my mind went with the flute, was the time that we were, I think we were promoting our event, mm. and we were on a live, and we were like, okay, I have a spirit. You're like, yep, I got the spirit too. And we were given that reading, and nothing landed <laughs> And I'm only laughing because it's like, if you could fucking hear crickets during that reading, you would have heard crickets. Yep. We were like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, and we're promoting our event. But oh. but here's the thing. Like, it happens. That could crush somebody. And that could crush a lot of people. But, I, but we're, let me ask you an honest question. Were you okay. devastated by that? 
No. Me neither. No. I was like, well, that fucking sucked. Yeah. I, I was like, that sucked. Let's move on. But it was fun. I still have fun with Spirit because I here's the deal. You got to be okay with having all that information and just maybe having that spirit sit in your waiting room until it's like maybe the proper time or maybe that person could have bounced. There's so many fucking factors with mediumship that Mm -hmm. doesn't make it like a perfect reading. That person could have bounced out of your room. There's so much. I know this happened for you recently um, where, you know, you're like, Here's the evidence, 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 evidence. Nope, 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 nope. And then the next day you get, yep, 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 yep. I talked to Mm -hmm. so-and-so and and it's yep, 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 yep. So we can feel like we fall on our ass in the middle of the reading. And then we find out two days later, no, actually everything you said was spot on because I talked to my Aunt Martha about it. Mm -hmm. You know, so we don't know. But it's that being uncomfortable and it's being like un- that comfortable. Actually, it's being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So where did you learn that from? Like, where did you learn becoming being okay with being wrong? Well, first off, it's the surrender, which was a real bitch for this Virgo to learn, man. And I'm still working <laughs> on it. But it really. You? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. I'm just let it flow. Whatever happens, happens. We don't need to plan anything. No, not at all. I don't know what you're talking about at next two o'clock next Sunday. I have no idea. <laughs> That's the beauty of you. But continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. No, I, um, but it really was. It was something for me of just like surrendering. Surrendering was a mm-hmm. big part for me of, of just, just letting whatever happens, happens. Um, it's development and getting enough miles and reading underneath my feet where I knew that like, maybe it's not landing right now, but it's going to land later. 100%. And you don't know that when you're just starting. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. You think that because you had a day, <clears throat> a day of bad readings that, oh, I'm broken. I'm not an actual medium and I should <laughs> stop now. You don't understand it's that it gets better. Real. That is fucking real. If you have a really bad day of readings, it will beat you up relentlessly. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like spirit will do that to you on purpose. Because mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, you're getting too big for your britches there, sir. Mm-hmm. We need to knock you back down a peg. You, you and, and going in with expectation. Because mm-hmm. I think when we go in saying like, I'm awesome. I'm so fucking great. Mm-mm. I love Matt's singles. Thank you. Thank you. It'll be available on iTunes. Um, I think when we do that, we set up an expectation and spirit likes to pull the rug out from underneath us because not everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. Think about like communicating in real life, right? Can you have the same conversation I, or I can't have the same conversation I can with you as I could with Hannah, as I could with anybody on TikTok or anybody in real life at my other job. And I think we need to realize that the people that are in the spirit world, because I still call them people. I hate the word spirits. I'm starting to dislike it. The people on the other side are still people and they still have different personalities and different traits and different characteristics about themselves that it's not going to be consecutive the same every single time mm-hmm. and i think that when we go in expecting to have the same conversations every single time it's not how it works Mm-mm. and then you'll fall flat on your face and then your imposter syndrome will creep in or 
you walk in and you ace every single reading and you're like on this rocket high of being like, yeah, your next one's going to to fail because then you're going in with expectation. Mm-hmm. Falling right on your face. Boom. Mm-hmm. You, you're done. I think just kind of being humble. Yeah. You have to stay humble. You have to stay humble. And again, it, that comes into balancing your ego, right? But it also comes in, you, you said something and it brought up the, the topic of comparison for me. Because comparison is, oh my God, is the thief of joy, right? Like it mm-hmm. is like, will mess with you. And, and just like you can't compare one reading to the next or one situation, you know, like one reading day to the next, you can't compare yourself to another reader. And I think no. that happens a lot too. And again, getting clear in your why. Why am I doing this? Because as soon as you start comparing yourself to somebody, that's your ego talking. Uh You know, one of the most beautiful things, and I think we've touched on it before, but one of the most beautiful things is watching another reader read. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously Matt and I um, come together on a lot of things because we align in ethical and just... We, we like teaching very similarly and whatever, mm-hmm. but we read differently. We, he's very clairvoyant. I'm more clairsentient, you know, like we read very differently. The experience as a, as a sitter that you're going to get from each one of us is going to be different because we're different and that is beautiful. So for me to look at Matt and be like, I'm not good enough because he does X, Y, Z is not helpful for me. As a medium. No. And you know what I call you? The rifle of mediumship. Why is that? Because you hit him where it hurts. You um, hit him right in the heart. You know what I mean? Me, yeah, I'm just the Uzi. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> evidence, 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 evidence. Do you know evidence. what I mean? But yep. it's still, it's still, and, and there's a really bad analogy, but it's still a gun. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's less powerful than the other one. It's just different use, different uses. And mm-hmm. spirit knows how to use each medium differently. They know that I could, they can go to. Dana, if they need a heartfelt message, right? If they need to have that message poured into Dana of being like, you're going to deliver this and you're going to deliver this where you're going to move somebody, they're going to go to you. If they want more of like, hey, this person's skeptical, they're really suspicious of the afterlife, they're going to come to me because I'm going to provide a lot of evidence, right? And that's what I'm known for. And I'm okay with that. And and that's fine because I don't need to be you. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be you. But here's the deal. I can look at you and say, that's possible. Mm-hmm. I won't limit myself and being like, well, Dana's better than me. No, I want what Dana has. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work towards what Dana has. Yeah. And it is possible. So when and people compare us a lot, and we get a lot of comparison as well from the general public of being like, oh, you're like Tyler Henry or, oh, you're like John Edward. I'm like, whoa there, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm Matthew. But Tyler's possible. Mm-hmm. his level of uh, ability is possible. And I never look at him and being like, well, why am I not on TV? And that, like you, I, we have some better buddies that do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. And they're only hurting themselves by doing that. They're only robbing themselves of joy. It's a yeah. stupid joy. Thief. Well, and knowing that there's something also, and this is a little off topic, but being exactly where you're, where you mm-hmm. are is exactly where you need to be. And knowing that like, you're you are being utilized by spirit in exactly the way that you need to be and you simply showing up is exactly what you need to be doing and being in the right place 
when they tell you to show up is what mm-hmm. you need to be doing. That's it. I just keep hearing, and I, I heard every beautiful word you just said, but I keep hearing that Olive Garden th- thing where it's like, when you hear your family, but it really <laughs> is kind of true, right? When you're here, you're in the moment and that's where you're supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. exactly where you're supposed to be. And it's, and being okay with not being at the finish line. A lot of wise always want to rush to the finish line, mm-hmm. but never look at the journey ahead. The, you know what? Slam my hand on the table. The best part of my, being a medium was my fucking development. I loved every yes. single second of my development. I would have never skipped or taken back a single penny, minute, or anything because you learn so much that humbles you in a development circle or in a developmental class or a mentorship. You learn so much. And I just, I think that's where I got really humbled and like kind of found my why is because I was surrounding myself with these exceptional, you surround yourself with exceptional mediums, Mm -hmm. exceptional by showing up. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of people just racing the finish line to be like, oh, I took three classes. I'm going to go read on TikTok live. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Simmer down there. (laughs) Hold up. up. Wait up. Yep. (laughs) What, what are your thoughts about like your, your development? I wish I would have enjoyed the process more. I was, mm-hmm. I think development can be a confusing time, you know, mm-hmm. of like, what am I doing? What am I even doing here? Like what's even going on? And then there's the self-doubt and we talk about the ego and then there's comparison and all of that going on, um, during development time. But I would have loved to enjoy that a little bit, which has, I think knowing that, I enjoy where I'm at a whole lot more mm-hmm. because I, I can, it's like I have the foresight right now to understand that like a year from now, I'm going to look back on this moment and be like, holy shit, look how far I've come from this, mm-hmm. from where I was right now. So enjoying um, where I'm at right now and enjoying the journey and not the finish line. Even in creating, and and I talked to you about this not too long, bringing in a little bit of our our own private conversation. But in creating this podcast, Matt and I have been, you know, there's there's an excitement about creating something, and Mm -hmm. you know, is this going to actually work? And oh my gosh, and watching the numbers, and da 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 da. It's been really exciting, and it's been challenging, and -hmm. it's been all of this, and I've been really trying hard to stay present in the moment of actually just creating this podcast with you yeah, and not trying to rush into what is this supposed to be? Where is this supposed to go? What is the purpose of this? Why are we making Where's this going to be in two years? I don't want to know because right now I'm just meant to be recording this with you, enjoying the process, enjoying being with my best friend, one to two hours every single week recording it (laughs) and, and just being here and letting this be created and being on this journey that, and just being where I'm at. And the why around this podcast has been so enjoyable 
because I feel like we created this as a tool for other people that have questions to go here and just have something that's like a topic because we get a lot of questions in our lives that's in like a five second question where, where I'm like, nope, like let's let's deep dive in this mother liquor. Let's get so much we can into the like an hour so you guys walk away feeling like you're empowered. And that why is really just empowerment, right? We want to mm-hmm. empower you guys in a like 40 to an hour podcast to feel like your loved ones are near you are fully capable of doing what we're doing like we want you to do that but um to circle back dana willie we missed a big why we missed a big why on the unfoldment and that is we have an opportunity around teaching other people and i think like when you were talking about like Oh, like my why, I wish I could enjoy it. Like we get a chance to watch other people's whys unfold every single week. And we get a chance to watch people grow and the lights turn on. Oh my God, those moments when the light bulbs start Mm. to click and you see the little sparks and the light bulbs not fully on, but you see it. You're like, come on, you're almost there. But that is a huge why of what we do as teachers is to watch people just get to do something amazing yeah and then just be proud of themselves for it that's so cool and if you guys don't know matt and i uh run a development circle every tuesday um all levels for mediums um Mm -hmm. and it is quite literally our our favorite time of the week it's it's Mm -hmm. really brings so much joy to both of us like literally we end the zoom every single week and we look at each other like Oh my God, that was so fun. That was so amazing. No, let me, let me be honest. Okay. Let's be real. I always get on. We, okay. So we get on before our class <laughs> about like 15 minutes before where we argue about what song we're going to play. Yes. We play accurate. the song. And then the last thing I always say before Dana, uh, we start the class is Dana, hard stop, hard stop. And then we end up going through our class. We finish our time. I get my ass off of it like an hour and a half later. <laughs> Every time. So he stops. Actually, the last few weeks, you've stopped saying hard stop because there's just no reason for it, you to it say it. It doesn't exist. The, the limit does not exist. Yes. Um, it's, but that is a lot of our whys because we get so caught up in just recapping and just being like, these people did so phenomenal. And just every single week watching them just grow and grow and grow. And mediumship is not easy. It is supposed to be easy. Supposed to. It's simple, not easy. (laughs) I just want to say that we're hard. Simple, yet not easy, right? Because we overthink it and we get in the way. And then we're looking at other people in comparison and we lose our why in development really easily. But I think when we get that safe space where they can ask questions and they can be like, oh, this is why I want to do it. And their whys are ever changing every single week. <laughs> They're like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. That is really fun to watch them be like, okay. But then when they give a fire reading, like, because me and you bounce in and we'll watch them read and um, hold space for their development. When they get that reading where the other person starts to cry and they're like, this is why I'm going to do it mm-hmm. because this person is just walking out of this room feeling like 20 pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a cool feeling. And I know it sounds egoic to be like, I want to do that every single time. It, but it's really, if you could let everybody walk out of your 
vicinity, 20 pounds emotionally lighter. Wouldn't that be like the best thing it's ever? It's the best feeling ever. But, but you know, I feel like it's a, I think it's a fair exchange. If I'm mm-hmm. honest, I think it's a fair exchange for us to show up and surrender. And because that's part of the surrender process is being yeah. uncomfortable. It's the trust fall of like, I know, spirit, I know you got me. I know that if I get out of the way, there's going to be beautiful things delivered and I'm going to, I'm just going to be, I'm going to get comfortable in the uncomfortableness of it all and just deliver whatever. I think that's a beautiful energy exchange for, for being uncomfortable as the medium to get that, that little payoff of, of knowing that you help somebody. So I, I, I just want to pot, like, let's, let's, I think we kind of understand the why now, right? We got it. Let's talk about what your favorite parts of, about being a medium are. Let's like, let's toot our horns for a little bit because sometimes we need to stroke our ego a little Mm -hmm. to just be like, Hey, let's just talk about the things that we really like about like a mediumship reading. So I'll, I'll go first. Do it. Platform mediumship. Oh my God. I fucking love platform mediumship. I am so in love with it, Dana. I I want to orgasm all over the stage all the time. Like I'm not really literally. And then we but, have to get a mop. But it is literally the most awesome thing to be able to give a reading in front of a lot of people and just have them walk away being like, my loved one's okay now too. Or they cry for the other person, not yes. crying for themselves, but crying for the other person because we just provided them with evidence that is now okay of being like, hey, you remember last Tuesday when you dropped your spoon down the garbage disposal and it kind of like almost, and the lady's like, yes, oh my God. Like, how could I have known that? Yeah. And then having the audience just walk out really moved. Like, that's a gift to be oh, able to do. It's such an honor. And I, I'm with you. Um, you and I align so much on this. Like, whether it's, platform or doing readings on TikTok or, mm-hmm. you know, obviously platform we've done on Zoom, um, that sort of thing too. But doing it in a group and not only moving and helping the the individual getting the reading, but moving the room and having like when you feel spirit in the room, when you feel it in the room, there is just, it's so big. We we coined the term love bombs. I, I, I'm going to trademark it. I think it was you and me mm-hmm. that coined the term love bomb. Are people using it on TikTok now? I, I don't know, but just in case it gets <laughs> it's big. like wildfire. Is it fetch? <laughs> it's real fetch. In case it gets big. It's, it started here. Okay. Um, but feeling that love bomb just like spread through the room. Is it's like so there's beautiful. there's nothing sweeter, there's nothing more amazing in the world to feel. Um, I I think one of my favorite things, and it and it goes really very much with what you said, is bringing forward the personality of somebody. Mm-hmm. When I get to feel who somebody was, and I and I always feel that it's such an honor to be able to bring forth the personality of somebody's mm-hmm. loved one. Um, and I love when they give like inside jokes or like I hear their giggle. I get that a lot. They'll, sh- they'll share with me how they giggled 
or a funny joke or their sense of humor or their just their personality if they were um, outgoing or I'll hear their voice if they were really loud or if they were just kind of shy, whatever it is, feeling their their personality, what made them them. Because both of you, you and I are evidential mediums. So we mm-hmm. will bring forward dates, we'll bring forward ways of passing and all of these different facts and figures and whatever. But there's nothing sweeter to me than feeling the essence of who somebody is and then sharing who that person was with the audience and with and and validating that with the sitter that that fills my heart i love being uh i love bringing imperfect people forward Ooh, you know just to be like hey because you know i i think uh, i don't know if it's like me against religion thing where i'm like Uh, but when you bring an imperfect person forward that has struggled in this life to not be the best person but at least to know that they cross over and you're just kind of like, wow, there's hope for all of us. And you walk out being like, well, not that I'm just going to intentionally go do bad stuff, mm-hmm. but a little bit of forgiveness for yourself of not carrying that dogma of feeling like you owe somebody something other than just maybe forgiving yourself yeah. a little bit more and making amends with others if you can. Um, but just making peace with yourself to be a good person mm-hmm. and do your best every day. Show the fuck up. Show yeah. up. Show up anytime you can. Um, now I'm going to ask you a question, Dana. Well, I have one more thing. Hold on to that question. No, because go ahead. <laughs> because I also wanted to, coupling onto that, I want to talk about the yeah. intelligence of spirit, especially in a platform setting, how yeah. there can be a theme like that, you know, whether it was um, maybe the person was an alcoholic or um maybe there was suicide or there was something like that in the way of this person's passing that theme can touch multiple people in that um in that platform or in that demonstration and even though it's not the reading wasn't for them they can get healing from hearing that their their loved one's okay too yeah especially if they lead similar lives Mm -hmm. that's like the mm. That's that ripple effect. Fact. I like how you said themes. I know. I think on one podcast I said I had an apology tour. This what 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 tour has been this week for you? (laughs) Oh God. There was there was a suicide tour. Yeah. This week for me. Yeah, mine was a daddy issue tour. (laughs) Where where we when we say this, it's like there will be themes that will come up in readings where it's like mm-hmm. every single reading is about something and it's not something intentionally. It's, it's what spirit spirit works through us. And like I said, spirit is very intelligent mm-hmm. and will work through us in our readings to bring forward the messages that not only the, the person we're reading for needs to hear, but that a whole the room audience. of people needs mm-hmm. to hear. Uh, so to pivot a little bit, what do you feel like if you could, if you could take away something from me that, you know, not to compare, but that you're actively working on, what would it be? Um, the deepening of evidence. Okay. I thought it was going to be the art skills. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> just that is never going to happen. I, okay. I know, like, I, every, anything is possible with spirit, right? Don't limit uh-huh. the limitless uh, potential. I'm going to go with the one that I think is more... Um, 
th- there that I deepening can grab. The, <laughs> deepening the evidence. Yeah, okay. I would like I didn't to. Know if you were gonna... I I really um, I'm always in in awe and just amazed at the how deep you go with your evidence, and um, that's something that is on my wish list with Spirit to help so, uh, further mm-hmm. deepening my evidence. What are you actively doing to work on it? Uh, I go uh, slow things down a little bit more. Um, and that's kind of describing what I'm more, on. describing more and yeah. And, I'm gonna, and slowing I'm, things down. I'm going to give you a sweetie for that. <laughs> thanks. Thanks to my daddy. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, for you, I would say I am trying to put more heart into my readings of really just, you have this beautiful way of connecting to the person that you're reading for where you're just kind of like, and it's genuine. It's not like you're like, Oh honey, you're really like, I get it. I understand what you're feeling. You slow down, you connect with them. You could get lost in evidence all to the cows home home, but you stop more often to just be like, are you okay? Do you need me to go forward? What can I do to empower you in this moment? Do you need a minute? And your clients walk out being like, I think I just made a best friend. <laughs> but that's but that's a beautiful rare thing. That's not normal. And don't you fucking cry, right? <laughs> don't you get teary eyed? I see you doing it. But that is something that I'm working towards. So we can all help each other mm-hmm. at the end of the day. But it's all going back to the why that we're doing things because the why is never to be somebody else. It's to mm-hmm. be your authentic you the best way that you can every single day by showing up for the spirit world. With that being said, Dana, you want to add anything to that? (laughs) No, I think just showing up and and whenever you're lost, I literally have my why written down. I -hmm. have my why written down. And I know... Uh, uh, Post it? In my journal. Oh, okay. In my journal, I do. But whenever I am feeling lost, because I want to reiterate again, being a medium and stepping forward into this life and into development and doing this professionally is not an easy decision to make. No. And sometimes we have to go back and say, why am I doing this? Does this why still resonate with me? And it's okay to change our why. It's okay Mm -hmm. to pivot. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to do whatever. But whenever you're feeling lost, whenever you're feeling your ego is overinflated, underinflated, return back to your why. Why do you do this? Why, why are you even putting yourself through the paces? And it's amazing to me how, what a reset button it is. Mm-hmm. I love a good why reset. It's always good to do. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mediumship <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know. Horrible singer. Well, with that being said, Dana, I don't think there's anything more that we can talk about why. We do the things that we do of the why. So why ask why? So with that being said, I love you all. You're in our hearts. And Dana, take it away. You are the light of 100,000 suns. You are the light. We love you. Thank you for your support. Yes, we love you all. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Do something nice for somebody. Bye.